Lego released a uh, new set. Boy, did I see it. Oh, man. So I want it. It is, for the people, it is a Lego Rivendell from Lord of the Rings. And it has 15 minifigurines in it, Joe. Over 6,000 pieces. It has Scary Bilbo as the... Scary Bilbo, not even regular Bilbo. Like, not even Bilbo while he's saying, oh, is that my ring? No, not that one. The the half of a second Scary Bilbo is what we all get. (laughs) Here's the nutty part. It's $500. Insane. But, like... Man, Lego is not even targeting kids anymore. No, and honestly, so <laughs> th- I went down the rabbit hole. Not that I have five hundred dollars to spend on it, because I definitely don't. But I went down the rabbit hole, right. and I was like, "Listen, if I spent five hundred dollars on that, I'd have to have a place to display it because I'm not spending five hundred dollars on yeah, something." No, like, yeah, I I Absolutely. would build right behind. I'd have to build a new shelf. This this would become a Lego shelf. Oh yeah, and I have other Le- like I have some Star Wars Legos on this shelf over here. Uh, that are like minifigurines. I have uh, Shang-Chi's dragon that Katie got me for Christmas that I keep on my desk. Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, like little, I have little, but if you're spending $500 on Lego Rivendell, you have to go all out. I'd have to go buy like another big piece to go with it. It would have to become like a full decoration set. And then you're in, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound, except it's in for $500, in for $3,000 with all the new Lego sets you got to buy and build. And I know. I mean, like, how much are, like, the Millennium Falcon is about the same amount. And then mm. the Death Star. I think the Death yeah, Star was 1000 I think yeah, the Death Star was pushing 1000 It was like $800 I something that like kind that. Of money. I... Um... What makes me even now, more sad is there was somebody on TikTok that already had it. That must be like a VIP yeah. or something like that with Lego that already has it. And it's like. <sighs> now, I understand why they went Rivendell. It's a beautiful. Yeah, it's a great land. landscape, right? Great landscape. Um, Like, can you imagine if like there's a set of the two towers or like whole Shire set? Like, give me like eight to ten hobbit holes i'm telling you if there was a full shire set with like the green dragon and bilbo's you know house and like the pathway between i i know it would be fifteen hundred dollars and i'm i still would think about it yeah i you just make a room i think at that point you'd have to like a room like in the lego movie i have been collecting and building lego star star wars legos since I was yeah. five years old, like when they started, mm-hmm. like my very first Lego that piece that I can remember was an X-Wing that I built. Okay. I had an X-Wing yeah. and then I had the little yellow ship that Anakin flies on Naboo. You know what I'm talking about? The yellow starfighter, <laughs> yeah. the Naboo fighter or whatever it's called. They like give yeah. it a very generic name. Those are my two first like Lego pieces I had. Uh, and so, and like my, me and my little brother, my little brother got like for Christmas, like a display case for mini figurines. Um, which is pretty okay. neat that he filled with like Star Wars minifigurines. But that's like the top level. But the problem with Lego is I don't think there's a middle level. I don't think there's a, hey, you can have like a display case for minifigurines and a couple of Lego. Like you can even see right now if I tilt my camera, like there's a couple of Lego pieces up here, you know? Yeah. There are a couple of Lego pieces up there. 
But after this, it goes from having some on a bookshelf to having a whole room. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, they need, they have a full size, like a, a, a two scale ATAT, like a 116th to scale ATAT or something like that. Like, why? I mean, why not? People will buy it. That's right. And that's so, I, and Lego's going to get our money. If I was filthy rich, I've been thinking about this. If I had a lot of money, I would buy Legos. Yeah, I would too. I would too. Every single one that crossed, I'd be, because you're not working. You got plenty of time. You're rich. Yeah. I want that damn Hogwarts castle. I do too. There's so many of them that I like of the Lego Harry Potter ones. Katie got me uh, a couple of years ago. They came out with like books. Like you could build a Hogwarts book and inside it had a couple of mini oh. figurines. But it ended up being kind of lame because all it is is the mini figurines, not like a set or a. Right. Um, and so uh, there's a bunch that like the Hogwarts castle, the Quidditch pitch, like there's. I would have my nerd fandoms and Lego separated. Like a, there'd be a Harry Potter section and a Star Wars yep. section and a Lord of the Rings uh, section, like then, all different parts. Then every once in a while, Gandalf goes to fight Han Solo. Why not? The Millennium why Falcon not? just drops by the Green Dragon for a beer every now and again. Like, why not? Yeah, this is the Lego movie we need. An I don't, adult Lego movie. I agree. I don't know why they made the, the Batman one. They should have just made this one. <laughs> they should have. All right, I'm on it. By the end of 2023, I'm going to write a full script. Be I want, funded by the people. I want the screenplay on my desk no later than midsummer. You know what? I'm also, by the end of the year, I'm going to get you that set. No way. Yep. Don't promise things you won't, you won't hold to because I'm going to go to bed dreaming every night of that set. And then at Who the end of the year. You know what? Now we have to start a Patreon. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Patreon time. <laughs> Joe and I got Lego sets to, got Lego sets to fund. And also rooms to build so our children don't destroy them. <laughs> Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, it's the second biggest week of the year behind Christmas. Well, I it's guess. Super, it's Super Bowl week, Joe. Super Bowl week. We made it. We made it. We finally did. We made it a, the whole it's time. Been a long six months. Uh, and I'm already ready for it to start all back over again. Super Bowl hasn't even happened. I kind of am too. It was fun. Who am Admit I? it. Admit it. It was fun. It was fun. Fantasy football was fun. I knew it. I knew uh, you'd love it. I knew you'd love it. It's going to be great. Now we just got to make it till August. It does make me wish I had a streaming app that allowed me to watch football. It is getting. That I didn't have to pay for. This is a train, uh, like a, a train of thought. We don't have to go down on this podcast, but uh, <laughs> it is getting harder and harder and harder to watch sports if you don't have cable. Um, yeah. And even if you do have cable, like the channels you're getting, like I get the regular ESPN, ESPN two, the two local ABC, NBC, and then ESPN eight, the Ocho. Like to get that, you have to. You gotta pay it, you know, at the ass to to get the like sports <laughs> channel. So, anyway, yeah, uh, it's it's a big complaint. Hockey just released their first numbers for the first half of the year. They're down like 
25% compared to last year because uh, you just can't watch. Like they ESPN bought the NHL contract and now you can't watch. Last night's a perfect example, the Red Wings. The Red Wings were playing in Detroit. I could not yeah. watch them on the cable that I pay for to watch it's annoying. the sports because it was That's online what, like, only and you had to pay for the online access to oh, watch it. That's super annoying. I remember growing up, um, hockey was a huge deal with the Lopez family. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, on weekends going to my grandparents' house, doing a cookout, and my, like the uncles would sit in the living room and, and watch the hockey game like on Fox, like just regular basic yeah. Fox not yep. fox sports like just fox uh and then you know hearing mickey redmond's voice like playing over uh it's like it's, it sucks it is it's wild and it's i will go down the red wings a little bit longer but like so they play on a channel called bally sports right now which was originally fox sports detroit that renamed mm. to bally sports detroit okay so the fox sports it was in like all regional right fox sports I remember when they'd play out in California, it'd be Fox Sports Anaheim, Fox Sports, you right. know, anything. Fox Sports Detroit has the Tigers, the Pistons, and the Red Wings. Now, Bally Sports Detroit has the Tigers, Pistons, and Red Wings. But Bally Sports is bankrupt. They're running on fumes yeah. right now. And it's like, what What even happens? What even, like, it's, it's wild. It's going to be very, it's going to be very wild. And, of course, NFL is king. It's pivoting back to football. Right. But, the NFL is on regular Fox. If you get if you get a, the bunny ears and put them on top of your house, you can get uh, NFL football games. Yeah, that's that's nuts. And I want to get back to football uh, again. Yes, but I saw you take a sip of something. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a nice a nice Guinness. Because Ooh, in a Guinness glass, do you only drink Guinness out of that Guinness glass? I do, uh, and I'm going to tell you why. It has so uh, this is very pretentious, and I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> It's very pretentious. Uh, so, you know, Katie and I went to London, Ireland, and Scotland for our honeymoon, right? Right. Um, we toured the Guinness factory. It was a blast. We did it at 1030 in the morning, so I was drunk by noon. It was great. Um, no better time Amazing. to start drinking Guinness at, than at 1030 in the morning um, when, you're jet lagged, when you're jet lagged five hours. Uh, <laughs> so it's, um, it, but it was a blast. I loved it. It was my, my favorite part of the whole trip was, uh, was the Guinness factory. And they teach you how to pour Guinness. There's a specific way right. to pour Guinness. And these glasses, actually, this is uh, Katie's cousin got me this for Christmas. She bought this at the Guinness factory when she was there. Um, they are specifically designed for uh, some big scientific thing about how the nitro, like nitrogen is the right way. But it also, this, the, the harp, right? The Irish yeah. harp, the Guinness harp is actually how you should pour the Guinness is based off of it and its location on the glass. Um, huh. So you put it at a 45 degree angle and pour until it reaches the bottom of the harp and then you slowly tilt it upright. And that way it all, that's how you get that nice like Guinness uh, nitrogen like yeah. fountain basically. Genius. And it comes up to it like that, that nice like uh, half inch like Guinness head. Right. Um, so now, do you think that would work the same with the Starbucks nitro cold brew? It's a great question. Come in cans. I've always wondered. I've always wondered how do they come in cans, but they don't come in the they don't come in the cans with the nitrogen in the bottom. Yeah, they do. Do they? Definitely do. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to test it and get back to you. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, give it give it a taste and let me know. I need I need a full report. I do prefer the nitrogen the nitro cold brew than the regular cold yeah. brew from Starbucks. It absolutely, is, is, absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. Let's uh, drink cold coffee. Plain been, cold coffee. I've been drinking cold coffee a little bit. Katie got me a couple cold brews for Christmas, and I'm uh, making some at home. It's pretty good. I do like cold brew, but I like a nitro cold brew with yes. a lot of foam and flavoring in it. I agree. What are you drinking as you try and take a sip as I ask you this question? <laughs> while you, you could tell I used to be a server. I timed that question perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, this is uh, Eastern Market Brewing uh, Poonchki Beer. Blueberry yes. ones. I saw your Snapchat. Is it delicious? Is it everything you've ever wanted? So the raspberry one is very tart. The blueberry mm-hmm. is still a little tart. They're tarter than I would like them to be. They're I'd more like sours than more, they are. Yeah. I'd like them to be a little bit more fruit heavy. Mm-hmm. But you can taste like the vanilla in here Ooh. and the like the donut bread. Like you can taste it. Top, uh, top five yeah. flavor for me is just like a vanilla flavoring and things that it like can complement. Mm. Yeah, it just hits right. It's, it's very good. And I'm drinking out of an old spaghetti sauce jar. Look at you. You use oh. spaghetti sauce. <laughs> oh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's very good. Uh, I, fun fact, and then we'll get back to the Super Bowl. Um, Monday, we ran out of uh, milk over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And Monday morning, I had to go get some before work. Oh, I left. What a at good father going to get milk and coming back. Yeah, I left at seven thirty with Grayson in my arms. I went to get milk, and right by the register was this four pack of Punchki beer. So at seven thirty in the morning, <laughs> I bought a gallon of milk and four beers. <laughs> now that, my friends, is big dad energy. That's yes. hilarious. Uh, yeah. So so back to the Super Bowl, uh, the big game. The big game. The biggest one. Not, uh, you're not got, doing anything this this weekend. But. No, um, it is. So, it's a bit of a bigger game than it normally is for for at least my household. It is Australian Jake's Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, that yes. sentence makes sense. It's Australian Jake's Philadelphia Eagles. Makes perfect sense. Yes. Um, versus my wife's Kansas City Chiefs, uh, for the Super Bowl. So, um. We were kicking back and forth even up until like yesterday. Katie's like, you sure you don't want to invite people? Because we've done it, you know, every year for I think like five years now, four or five years. Yeah. And I was like, listen, uh, life is very, very challenging right now. Uh, Will is not sleeping great. Uh, We had two big sicknesses over the last, you know, two months. Uh, It's just uh, a lot going on. Um, One of our cars died today. So that's going to be a fun thing that we got to deal with. Uh, So taking a year off gonna regroup get our heads together come back stronger next year that's what we're gonna back do. next year uh it doesn't help that the game starts at six o'clock on a sunday i like, uh, honestly that's the biggest barrier so we were looking at uh at pictures katie was going through snapchat uh like memories on her phone uh and I, like last sun this past sunday was that first super bowl party we had back at the apartment and it was yeah. packed i think we had like 12 15 people in that apartment for that Super Bowl. It would have been 2019, right? 2019 or 2018? 2019. One of the two. 2019. Yeah, yeah. Cora was born 
Cora was born in 2019. We brought her in 2020. 2020. Yes. So it was 2019 because yeah. you guys hadn't found out that you were pregnant yet. It was You were pregnant yeah. but hadn't found out yet. Because we came over and I was like, I'm not drinking alcohol because yep. we're trying to have a baby. Yep. Yes. Uh, and that was the first one we had. And that w- I like looked around the room. I was like, you know what the common theme here is? No kids. No kids. No kids. Nobody had any responsibilities. Like, oh, yeah. you got home at, at midnight on a Sunday? All right. Whatever. Yeah. What are, you're going to sleep seven hours, and then you, what are you going to do? You know? You could take a nap in right. the middle of the day. You got no responsibilities. <laughs> what are you going to do? Go to work? Okay. Go to work. Yeah. You know? That was the big... And now it's like six o'clock on a Sunday. The kids got to get put down. Like... So to plan this out, Ben's because we tried this last year with Ben's bedtime. Ben goes to bed about seven thirty, right? So what? Yeah. We have all these people over, get Ben all riled up, then somehow have to try and figure out bedtime th- halfway through the first quarter of the Super Bowl. So then yeah. either Katie's not watching or I'm not watching it, and then we're trying to do all bath and bedtime with people at our house, and all. it's like I, you know what? This year, we'll just take a take a pause on it, regroup. Figure it out. Come back next year. Yep. Why can't they move it up to one o'clock? That's when all the other. That's when all the other NFL games move it up to one o'clock. You know what? Screw it. Just move it to three. I don't care. Don't move it all the way to one. Move it till three. Now they get a lot of viewing right at the time slot they're at. I bet they would get even more viewing if it was in the afternoon. Yeah. One. One hundred percent. I like. They they have a freaking Thanksgiving football game that people still watch, and that's at like two in the afternoon. They have like, three different Thanksgiving football games, and every the Lions played the Bills this year at the noon, like noon kickoff on Thanksgiving at noon on, yeah. on Thanksgiving. It was a top ten NFL game this year, in in like viewers, yeah. because of course it is. It's the NFL, and it's a holiday. Like the same thing. Do it again. Like make the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday is a holiday in the United States. I'm sorry yeah. for everybody that doesn't watch oh, football. Even yeah. you didn't. You didn't watch football up until this year, and you still right. knew like Super Bowl Sunday in America is is a holiday. It just is. And yeah. so take it over. Make it three o'clock in the afternoon. Do all your friggin' pregame and ceremonies and all that stuff, and then do it at do it at three p.m. Yeah, I, I know they're listening. NFL. Roger, try Roger. once, just once, Roger, for the parents, once. for the parents, <laughs> for, for the parents out there, <laughs> please. Even I, I remember going to Super Bowl, like uh, my parents' friends had Super Bowl parties when I was a kid, right? So in like, I don't know, middle school or high school, you're going middle school more than high school, but middle school, you're going to bed at like nine o'clock, nine thirty, and yeah, like. Either your parents leave halfway through the Super Bowl, like leave at halftime, or you try and stay to the end, and then you're up until midnight. You know, like right. It's wild. Just change the time slot, Roger. Come on, you can Just do it. it. Who's playing? Who's the halftime show? Rihanna, Riri. Eh. I'm also not a Rihanna fan. I I was listening to a podcast earlier this week, and they were talking about uh, what's your favorite Rihanna song, and I was like, I think i can name one or two yeah umbrella for (laughs) sure uh is there like uh yeah just umbrella there's something like bad girl or something like that or bad guy or something i not billy eilish it's not the billy eilish song that i'm thinking of (laughs) there is a a rihanna song about it 
Um, but that's it. That's all I got. I I'm just not. And Rihanna's not my game. Yeah, mine neither. I come by that uh, honestly. I can't imagine like the de- boy. We are talking about the Super Bowl a lot, which is totally fine. Uh, I didn't think we'd get into this. I didn't but, like, either. What but... is the demographics of the Super Bowl? Because I can't imagine that Rihanna hits across the board. I feel like it's shifted. I feel like they've shifted it quite a bit because, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the the most recent, super, like, uh, The weekend did that last year's, year before. What was that? The weekend did one. And the, I know that was that last year's. So I know for yeah. sure The weekend's not in, like, you know, anybody above 40, their demographic. Yeah. So I... I feel like it keeps shifting. Like, um, they also, when I was a kid, they did the Rolling Stones and the Rolling Stones were old when I was a kid. So like, I knew what demographic they were targeting when the Rolling Stones were the halftime show. Uh, Prince did a halftime show. Now Prince is for everybody. Prince is, that was not targeted, but, uh, you know, now they're doing uh, like the more memorable ones recently are like Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, you know, the weekend. Um, you just need to get Kate Bush up there. The weekend was two years hill. ago. Last year was that conglomerate of uh, hip hop oh, where it was yeah. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, yeah. and Eminem. Mary Blige, Mary J. Blige. That's a pretty good one. Though. It was a good one. I was I was a big it's fan of that. <laughs> now that I, now that I remember it, I was like, ooh, that, oh, and Kendrick was there too. Yeah. That's why I kept thinking. I was like, I think Kendrick was a halftime show. That was last year. He did a he did a spot on that. That was a really good one. Um, yeah. So Who I don't, got in? I have to say the Kansas City Chiefs. Um because in your heart. I live with my wife and I don't live with Australian Jake. So um <laughs> I have to say the Kansas City Chiefs. I also believe in my heart, like as a as a football studier, uh, I would say I believe yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win based off of wit in this is very football cliche, but in like the biggest of games and the most pressure, it comes down mainly to quarterback versus quarterback. And Patrick Mahomes is going to win that most of the time, unless he's playing Tom Brady, which he lost to Tom Brady the last time he was in the Super Bowl. So, you know, right. like if I, when it comes down to it, Jalen Hurts has played really well all year. He's been a very good quarterback. This is Patrick Mahomes' third Super Bowl in five years. Patrick Mahomes is a monster. Crazy. And he's like 23 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, at one point. He's not. But. There were there was six or seven. There's six teams left. He was the oldest quarterback at 27. It's disgusting. Which is wild. Wild. Um, but so based off that, I'm gonna give it to the Kansas City Chiefs because I just think Patrick Mahomes is an alien. And there's there's yeah. You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. So that's right. But I think it'll be a good game. I think this will be one of those games. Like, there won't be a point in this game where I think there'll be a clear winner. Does that make sense? Until the like, it's not going to yeah. be like the middle of third quarter. Like, ah, oh, Kansas City's got this in the bag. No, I I think this will be a dog fight the whole way through. Which is which are the best Super Bowls. So happy for it. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, that's cool. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. I'm excited. Um, we're going to Kayla's parents that that evening. Ooh. Uh. Joe was like, you know, I might get fancy and smoke a brisket. I'm like, okay. Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm there. (laughs) Hell yeah. I need, this is a tangent. I need a smoker, Joe. That's my next big dad purchase. I need a smoker. 
You know, I've thought about it too, and I'm like, I I enjoy smoked meats. Yes. I feel like I definitely would not use it as often as I think that I would because I don't use my freaking griddle as often as I thought that I would. That's a great point. I use my grill all the time, but the grill is a lot easier to just fire up, throw some things on, and be done with it. Oh. You need a baby smoker. Joe's yes. got a baby smoker that's like an electric, just like tiny, you know, maybe two or three racks. You know what Tom did? Tom had actually rigged his gas grill to smoke. He like, of course he did. Of course, because I'm telling you, that dude, he's basically MacGyver for the suburban, you know, fatherhood. <laughs> uh, but he, he like rigged it and could smoke on his grill. And that's basically what I need. And I know they sell those now. Like that's a thing that yeah. they sell. they sell grill and yeah. smoker combos. And I know I need one. Like that's probably right. you know whenever I upgrade my grill will be a grill smoker combo. But that's what I need because I'm not like my stepdad. That man's smoking every weekend, every single weekend, and he's smoking chicken wings. He's smoking turkey legs. He's smoking brisket. He's smoking pulled pork. Whatever you want, my right. my stepdad's smoking. Got good it. weather. And they, that's another great point, right? He can do it all year round. He can do it like, and we're all grown up now. So what he does, he just lights a stogie and sits out there and smokes his cigar while he smokes his meat. And it's just like, and that's, that's what he does. That's his, that's his man hobby. That's his grown man hobby. And I, I all respect for that. And ours is, well, (laughs) yeah, he would build, he would build Legos too. Don't, don't. That is true. I yeah. got I got nerdiness from somewhere, all right, and it wasn't my mom. So just everyone keep that in mind. <laughs> he pulled me out of fifth grade class to go see Return of the King in theaters. By the way, so it's amazing. Yeah. Um. It's but he absolutely justifies like as much money as you want to spend on a smoker, spend it because you're gonna use it. You're gonna use that thing. Yeah. Use that thing every week. For me, I would be like once in a while, I'd be like, you know what, sounds good. Some smoked ribs and I would do it. And then a month and a half would go by and be like, you know, what sounds good. A brisket or it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be, you know, what sounds good. I would see it in the grocery store when I'm walking, like the whole foods butcher would have like brisket on sale and I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's as often as I'd use my smoker. It would not be, I would not be as dedicated to it as I, as I need to. Right. Totally agree. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that and, yeah. uh, it'll be, it'll be a hell of a weekend. Um, but speaking of weekends, how was your weekend? It's been yeah. a long while since we talked. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. I'll be honest. Life is, uh, life is like in the fast lane right now. I've, uh, yeah. taken a couple things on at work. Um, I've kind of like, as the Eagles once said, life in the fast lane. That's it. That's uh, playing constantly in my head all the time now. So. <laughs> uh the kids are like i mentioned uh the uh, our car problems have come back with a vengeance uh the kids are all getting over cold so it's just like you know flying by life's just kind of flying by um yeah if you don't stop and take a look around it's my miss it exactly so my weekend was was basically that we kind of relaxed uh ben's still doing swimming lessons um and i think he's getting better i think like it's not even that he doesn't want to swim. he doesn't want to go under the water he hates going under the water which i get mm. the under going under the water yeah. is the worst part about learning how to swim because you it don't is. know what to do and you just swallow a bunch of water like it's the worst <laughs> and i get that 
but the only way you're going to get better is if you just do it right uh yeah. and so he's two he needs to suck it up and just do it that's honestly <laughs> i'm starting to think that maybe like that those infant classes where they just toss your baby in the pool and say good luck like maybe that's right. not all that bad yeah it's a little traumatizing but then you don't have to do it when they're older exactly whatever so uh he is he's getting better at it he's he will he's just got to keep doing it you know what it'll, you know what'll happen we're gonna go up north and his both his big cousins are gonna go swim and he's gonna want to go swim and yeah. that's when we're gonna have to incentivize and be like okay you gotta like look they're going under the water you go under the water you know like that's yeah. what that's what we'll have to do uh so yeah that's it will is growing and he has ears that are like can pick up satellite cable so uh it's it's been uh yeah that's that's basically it i one when will is older like when i get to where you're at where like will's one and ben's three i'll look back at this and be like wow that newborn phase is wild with a second kid because with ben all my time all my and not to mention it was covid so we were home you know we were just at home right but like with that, it was just all, it was just all you could dedicate everything to it. Like yeah. everything was dissected. Like, oh, Ben woke <laughs> up an hour earlier than normal. Why did that happen? How, do we need to adjust his sleep schedule? Is he moving out of a phase? Is he going into a leap? With Will, we're like, oh, he took four one-hour naps today instead of like any two-hour. Na- all right, whatever. He'll go to bed at the same time. Like crazy. It's it's like it's wild. The difference between the two is just wild. So absurd how different it is and it flies like I remember yeah. and I think if you go back and listen to the podcast episodes when Ben was a little kid I remember saying this or a newborn or still a little kid but a newborn I remember saying yeah. this I remember saying like I have lost hours of my day just looking at Ben because you're enthralled by it you're wrapped up in it they don't do anything yeah. so you just are like staring at them I can't lose five minutes looking at Will because then Ben's throwing a car at my head. Like I, I don't, there's nothing. There's like, you're just constantly on defense looking around like one kid's running, you know, doing Tasmanian devils around you're trying. And the other one's yelling cause he rolled him over himself and won't roll back. Like it's man, just, wait until you get into potty training. Ugh. We are, we have dabbled a little bit, but we have not fully committed to it. And it worked like, we tricked ourselves a little bit. Like I took his diaper off one night and I was like, just tell me if you have to go pee pee. And he's like, okay. He goes, daddy pee pee. And I took him to the toilet. He did it five times in one night, peed in the toilet five times one night. Crazy. I was like, that's great. Fantastic. That's it. That's yeah. he did it like once or twice. And then he's peed on the carpet like four other times. So I, yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, you fixed something this weekend, right? I did. That's right. So, um, do you want to talk about that now or do you want to wait? Let's wait. I want to hear about your weekend and then we'll talk about my tool time. So what did yeah. you do this weekend, Joe? You did a big thing, um, so I want you to tell me all about big it. Big thing. We didn't have an episode last week because Kayla and I were prepping for camp, um, which is uh, Special Days Camp, which is a pediatrics oncology camp. Um, so it's a, it's a camp for kids with cancer. Um on top of that it's also for their siblings uh we got involved in this kayla's been involved in it since she was i don't know maybe 10 her brother keaton had leukemia growing up Mm. um so they had um doctors and nurses and 
uh, people in the hospital that said, hey, here's this camp. Why don't you go check it out? And Kayla loved it. She went and fell in love with it. Um, in the summer, it's, it's a week-long camp. There's one week that is dedicated strictly for siblings of cancer patients and survivors. Huh. Um, uh, of cancer patients. Um, and then the second week is, is dedicated only to the patients and survivors themselves. So it's a pretty cool thing where the siblings can go and have a week without having to hopefully worry about their sibling, you know, worry about what's going on at home, but then can also relate to other kids. Um, We're dealing with the going same, thing. That same thing. Mm-hmm. And then the second week, you know, these kids who are going through chemo or have gone through chemo or radiation, they can go and have a life that's a little bit normal, right? They can go and jump in a lake because this camp, on top of being, um, you know, an amazing, fun experience, also has, like, a full-blown med staff that can, like, admin- administer chemo if they need. You can, oh, wow. you know, like, they're, like, I don't know, I think this, so this winter we had, I think, 10 med staffs that could, like, you know, everybody there was a nurse that could do something. Um, so in the summer like i said it's 2 weeks during the winter it's only 3 days it's friday evening all day saturday and then sunday morning they leave uh so kayla and i went this weekend to camp and um we hadn't been since january of 2019 um because we, it, we went and then we got pregnant with cora and then mm-hmm. that summer we were like you know kayla's pretty pregnant we don't want to the time well, and, and 2020 and was still covid and yeah well that so that was 2019 covid wasn't even a thing yet oh that's so, right sorry i'm yeah, yeah yeah yeah. so that summer we went and we just did one day where i i my whole job that whole day was unloading a trailer with like art supplies and you know like beach balls like just unloading a trailer um and then covid happened and we couldn't do camp. We did a virtual camp in 2020, and it just wasn't the same. Like we tried it; it was, you know, interesting and fun, but it wasn't. It wasn't camp. And then, you know, things kind of picked back up. And they did camp last year, but Kayla and I didn't go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then this winter, um, the director emailed out like, "Hey, we're looking for, you know, for staff still." And I emailed her back, and I said, "Hey, Kayla and I are interested, but we have these kids." She said, you know, we're trying to focus more on making sure we retain staff and uh, we're going to, you know, we want you to bring your family. Hmm. So they said, you know, what we can do is, you know, you'll be on staff, you'll be in a cabin with kids, um, and then Kayla will come with your kids and her whole job that weekend is just taking care of your kids. Then they can experience camp. That's pretty neat. Oh. Yeah, so there's always been staff kids involved in camp so that they can, you know, get to know. And they're the ones that are always the, like, ones going hard during chants and songs. Like, those staff kids are all about camp. Driving everything, yeah. Yeah, so we really, you know, we love camp and we wanted to we wanted to get our kids involved at some point. We just didn't think it would be this early. But we did it, and it was a crazy weekend. You know, I had 14 through 18-year-olds. I was leading oh, this wow. village with... with the other staff, 14 through 18-year-olds, again, patients and survivors and siblings. It's a mixed weekend. Um, 
so you can only really move as fast as your slowest camper sure. in that scenario. It was cool. Like we did sledding, arts and crafts, karaoke. We played broom ball, mm-hmm. like hockey. Um, played from like ten o'clock at night to like eleven thirty, and like my body hurt so oh, bad the next day. It's a yeah, young man's game, Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a it was a blast. And at the end of it, we were talking to the director again, and she was like, "You know, what do you think? I think you'll come back this summer, and I think that we will. I think we're gonna." We're gonna go back this summer and and take the kids or at least one kid. It was pretty. It was pretty uh, stressful and and hard on Kayla because she had Grayson who's one, yeah. right, and then Cora who's three. Who Cora was fine, for the most part. She kind of ran around with other little kids her age, and Grayson kind of had to be held because where we were at a lot of the time was like where they also did arts and crafts. So there's mm. like random gems on the floor, or like random shit he can pick up and put in his mouth, and we. I remember Katie and I did a little like um, getaway at like uh, it's basically glamping uh, when Ben was about yeah. uh, Grayson's age now, and it like the whole weekend was, hey, don't pick up sticks and put them in your mouth. Hey, don't put pick up rocks and put them in your mouth. Yeah. Hey, don't don't you know eat that off the ground. Hey, this is a camper that we don't own. Maybe don't try and eat that. Like that's just the eighties yeah. added stuff. It's really tough. Yeah. So we'll see come summer how he's doing, but you know it was amazing to get back in and sing songs and yell and scream and dance and 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 have a great time. I've been going since twenty. I turned twenty one in twenty thirteen. I think since twenty thirteen, so I've been going for about ten years, minus that gap in the middle. Sure. Um, but some of the campers I had this winter last weekend, I knew when they were six years old. Oh wow. And, you know, now they're 16 and they're grown up and they like, damn, Joe, you're old. I'm so old. Um, it was just like weird to have that dynamic. And, and Kayla looked at me or told me on the way home. She's like, it was weird. Because camp special days, they have a song that they sing. It's like written for special days. Sure. Um, it's, you know, called the special day song. Um, the oldest campers sing this song at the opening and closing campfires Mm -hmm. and you know i led it at the closing campfire and on the way home kayla said it's just it's weird she said i'm sitting in the back holding our kids while you're up there leading the song that she's known basically her whole life and she was like it was just a weird moment because Mm. camp was very much important to her before she led it you know i was with kayla for almost six years before she said okay can be a part of camp now Mm, um she's like it was just this interesting moment for her to like have her kids there and me leading the song and being fully in the staff but it's it's a really amazing amazing camp that just does wonders and and does amazing things for like i said patients survivors and their siblings to to give them some sort of normalcy and uh you know letting them jump in a lake down a zip line like they're gonna get anybody they can like yeah if you're wheelchair bound like that's like we will get staff to hold you in a lake like if you want to get in that lake like they're gonna get you in a lake they're gonna get you in a zip line somehow if they can like they are very much like you want to make sure whatever you're going through that you don't have to worry about it for a little bit you know we're gonna take care of you so it's a very cool thing that's awesome dude i'm glad you guys had a, a good weekend i'm glad it like you're still able to do that with kids that's i pivoting back to like the dad part of this but 
you have something you love, right? And yeah. honestly, our camping is like a big part of our life too. And we have not yeah. found a way to get back out and camp because it's, it's so difficult with kids, right? Like it's, it's yeah. challenging. Um, and it's, it's really cool that you were able to incorporate your kids into something that means so much to you and like something that's so important to you because that's the hardest part. Like a lot of, it, you know, going into parenting, there are a lot of sacrifices and sometimes things that you love have to get sacrificed because you just can't, yeah do them anymore but when you can bring your kids and do it together that's like that's peak that's really great yeah yeah so we're excited we're excited to keep doing it um i think as cora gets a little bit older she'll learn to love it um yeah it was it was a lot of fun so i'm glad we got to do that it was a busy weekend um last week we were kind of packing and prepping making sure we had everything um so that's why we didn't do it last this episode or do this podcast last mm-hmm. week because of all that but yeah, well that's awesome man that was, sounds like you guys had a great weekend yeah, yeah, and uh, and Joe was over. He stayed with Mia for the weekend, and also did some tool time on my house. So Ooh. do you want to transition into that now? Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, mine is much less exciting than than going to camp and doing all that stuff. Um, <laughs> I hulked out the deadbolt on my front door uh, on Friday night with your bare hands. With my bare hands, I. It was very cold last week, and I feel like yeah, like disgusting. like disgustingly cold. And I don't know if like the lock was not great or whatever it was. Uh, when I pulled it out, it is a very thin piece of metal that turns that deadbolt. So <laughs> maybe it just was. Uh, but Katie had locked the deadbolt, and I didn't realize that because the way it was like sideways. And I was like, oh, I need to lock it. And I went and just turned it and it just kept on turning and just <laughs> rolled in a circle. And I was like, oh, well, I guess that's broken now. Um, so I installed the uh, a keypad lock on our door. Oh, yeah. Um, much, much easier to install than you would imagine. Um, it used the same deadbolt hole that was already put in the door and you just kind of like... Right fish a wire through it and connect it to a nine volt battery. Um, and then, uh, you just set the passcode and there you go. So now on our front door, um, you don't need a key. You can just type in the code and get in in our house. Pretty neat. Dang. That's crazy. Look at you. Living in the 22nd century. I, you know what? Yes. On one hand, uh, (laughs) it is very cool and nice to have that the frugal dad part of me was like, wow, I spent $150 on a, on a lock for my front door. It is true. Right. Like, did I need it? <laughs> Cause it's like $20. Right. One That's exactly. I could have bought, I could have bought, you know, $20 lock and a $3 key and we could have just been fine and, and everything would have been all right. right. Uh, but it is neat that we, that like I used it today. I, uh, was going for a walk around the neighborhood and I, came up and I was like, Oh, I didn't bring my keys, but doop, 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 there it is. Like easy there peasy. It is. Cause you live in such a dangerous neighborhood. Yeah. Well, the side door was unlocked. I just felt like going to the front door. So I used it. So. Right. That's fun. So it was fun. Um, so that's it. I, I've done make the, my 2023 project list up to two. I've changed three. I've changed Ben's door handle. I've changed the front door handle and I've changed the sump pump. So two out of three of those projects were way too expensive. (laughs) I have to fix the gutter on my house. That's the other thing I got to do. The gutter right above our side door has come off. Like it, it, like I have to put the nails back into it, but 
because it was disgustingly cold and snowy, it has come off more because it froze and got heavy, yeah. right? So now I got to get oh, up on the so ladder and drive it back in and get it all straightened out again. So that's the next project I got to work on. Maybe I'll do it. Not this weekend. This weekend we got to go, go test drive cars, but next weekend. Ugh. Ugh. Two cars in like six months. I'm telling you. We got one fixed, uh, but the the hand-me-down we got from Katie's parents um, we thought would last a little bit longer, and it decided that it wanted to leak oil out of the engine itself, not even out of a seal. <gasps> not, yep, just they called me today. I was like, I took it in last week, got it fixed, found a Oh, I, you know what? We didn't talk last week, so I wasn't able to tell you. I found yeah. a mechanic here in my, in my city that is oh, okay. walking distance. That's why I was walking today. I actually drove it over there, dropped it off, and walked back to the house. It was super nice, super easy. It was a beautiful day yeah. today. So, um, I, they did the work on my car last week, and then they called me. I was like, uh, hey, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll come get it after work. She goes, oh, I can take payment over the phone. We'll just drop it off in the driveway. I... Paid for my car. They oh. just drove it home for me, sitting in my driveway waiting for me. Dang. Yeah. That's How's that for service? Uh, so I was very impressed, and then it turns out that um, like three days later, it decided it wanted to leak oil by a quart a week out of the side of the engine. Oh. Yeah. So. Gross. So. Now we're now we're finding a new car. So. Um, yeah. Oh well, it is what it Damn. is. Yeah. Well. While we were gone, we have an outlet. Our house is screwily wired. It's wired like shit. Um, I feel, yeah, yeah. I it sucks. I feel like obviously old old houses didn't have great wiring to begin with. But your house isn't that old, right? It's like mid seventies, no. late eighties. Yeah, it's like the guy that the guy just kind of DIY'd that, this house. I. I feel like there was a there was a gap there where people are like, you know what? I could just build a house. And they just yeah. like found a guy that would wire it. Just a guy. Just not even an electrician, yeah. just a guy that would wire it. Yeah. So um right uh behind my sink there was an outlet and a light switch that turned on the light above my sink. Well, the outlet wasn't a GFI outlet, which is one that mm-hmm. when the water gets into it, it clicks off so that it doesn't short up your electricity. Um and it was just a regular outlet. So we've needed to change that for a long time. Well, we have a microwave that's plugged into a separate outlet uh, that our coffee machine is also in. And for the longest time, uh, I shouldn't say longest time, the last month or two, like every once in a while, if both of those are on, it will just blow the circuit. Mm-hmm. You just have to go down and set, reset the fuse and whatever. It's just annoying. So we told Kayla's dad that, and he's like, well, when I'm over watching Mia while you're gone, I'll just swap out outlets and do a little this and that. So he did that. He changed. He put a GFI outlet where it needed to be. He swapped out the outlets on our microwave just to see if that would change anything. Turns out it didn't. It still blows, so I think uh, it's the actual fuse itself. Yeah. Um, then above our stove, we used to have a hanging microwave that had the fan. Like, you know, right. stuck up any... A hood, uh, right? Yeah, a hood. Um, and it broke back in October. We just had been using the microwave we had in our basement and moved it upstairs. Um, and Kayla and I kind of talked and we're like, well, we'll probably just remove the microwave at some point and just retile and redo the backsplash right there so that it's, you know, looks nice. We did that this weekend too. 
So he took the oh. microwave out and, and did the backsplash up to where it needed to be, and it looks very nice. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so now we got to think about what we need to put there because it's a big open space above our oven now. Yeah, um, I worry about it. It looks great. I, uh, they, we were waiting. I, I think I told this story. I had to get an electrician and come and put the outlet above uh, the oven yeah, yeah, so yeah. we could mount the microwave. And I saw, like, I looked at that because we lived like two years in the apartment without a microwave. We just didn't have a microwave at all. And I, I was like, when it was out, I was like, huh, what if we didn't put the microwave in? Like, what if we just did? Right. And it looks you got to find something to do with it, right? Because it looks a little bit out yeah. of place when you're used to seeing the microwave there. Yeah. So we'll probably just put some decorations up there. But uh, You could put cabinets up. I had more cabinet space cabinet over there. there. It's a half cabinet, though, right? Yeah, it is a half cabinet. I guess we could put a full cabinet. Um, We talked about a shelf, putting, like, spices and shit up there. Shelf would be so cool. We have a spice cabinet. We talked about a shelf and putting herbs up there with a grow light above it. No, I am gonna I am gonna warn you. Be careful about doing this just above the micro or above the oven because soon enough it's gonna be open concept shelving the entire kitchen. You're gonna be like, you know what, this looks so great. Take all the shelves out. Then you find now you're in for a penny in for a pound. I love open cabinet. I know it. shelving. I think it looks so good. Uh, were, I'm a big fan of that. There was one moment Katie looked around our kitchen and said, What if I just take all the doors off the cabinet? I was like, all right, let's be, let's, let's, come on, let's, hold right. on, hold on, let's plan this out, but that, oh, open shelving's pretty neat, I like it. Yeah, it is. Uh, so yeah, so we just gotta put something up there, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's all I got. Joe, I wanna let um, you know that we've been talking for almost an hour. Oh my god, have we really? And, it, so, going into this, we said... Yeah, we're gonna. We don't really have a big topic. We're just gonna kind of talk about our weekends, what we've been doing, what we're up to, all that kind of stuff. Maybe it'll be twenty, thirty minutes. We'll get out. Now, this this was a Jared and Joe episode to the right. T. Twenty minutes in now, we're on fifty minutes right now. Five zero. God. All right. Well, before I go, do you have a? Before we go, do you have a cute kid story? A cute kid story. That's a great question. That's a great question. A kid story in general. So Ben has been talking. Doesn't have to be cute. <laughs> ben has been talking a lot more now, which is great. The like yeah. his right. speech therapist has told us like he's really catching up. Like he's almost hit all of the milestones that he needs to hit for two and a half. He has a couple more he needs to prepare for three. Like we're out, we're really getting right on a on a good track, which is great. Um, some of the sentences he says catch you so off guard. Like yeah, it is. But when you're not expecting it, um, we found out through speech therapy and things, he's just kind of like, like me, where he won't talk unless you ask him to say it, right? Like he's not gonna yeah. narrate things. He's not, uh, probably. I think Cora is the person that talks, 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 right? Ben yeah. is won't talk unless you ask him to say it. But he knows what to say. And we didn't find that out for a while, but now that we've asked him to say the words, he's like, "Oh, you want me to say that?" to latch onto a word all the time. Um, and his recent thing is TV on mm. TV on. And Katie found that dinosaur show we talked about. So it was dinosaurs. Yeah. And that kid will be playing with his toys down like on the ground and just go TV on dinos, TV on dinos, TV on dinos, TV on dinos for like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. He's, he's that's funny. The talking is, 
is uh it's getting out it's getting out of this world so it's it's pretty great <laughs> uh Cora yesterday she found a dice or a die not a dice she found a die a single a single die and she was rolling it around and she goes hey dad look I'm playing marbles I said what she, she from goes, Boston come play she said come play marbles with me I said what are you saying she goes marble come play marbles with me I said, oh, Cora, that's a die. It's not a, a marble. It's a die. She goes, oh, a, a die. And she rolled it. And I said, Cora, what did you say that was? What were you playing with? And she says, marble. And I said, where did you hear that from? What is marbles from? And she said, it's from Pokio, which is a show narrated by Stephen Fry, a very British man. Mm. So she was saying marbles <laughs> with a British accent. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's good. Yeah. I like that. It's very cute. Um, oh, all right. I guess that that's it, huh? We did it. I got one thing to leave you with before we go. Leave me with it. This is something to take with you. If okay. you go on Spotify right now, yeah. Bluey has put out a new song called Dance Mode. <gasps> so Dance no Mode is officially on Spotify. And here's the even better news. All right. They're coming out with a whole album for season three, and it's coming out here in the next few months. It's next amazing. Few, or in a month or so. haven't sat and watched all of season three yet. I, you're a disappointment, Joe. I know all of it, top to bottom. I know. You're getting Cora into Cora anime, and you it. can't finish season three of, <laughs> of Bluey? What are you doing? Uh, Cora would just won't sit and watch Bluey anymore, and it's really depressing. That hurts. Yeah. Ben is getting into the, like, he wants to watch what he wants to watch, and he likes Blippy, and he likes yeah. uh, Miss Rachel. He likes Miss Rachel. Um, uh, and he likes dinosaurs, anything dinosaurs. He loves dinosaurs. Yeah. The kid, he trucks in dinosaurs. Like, that man is a boy. Uh, and, uh, but Katie and I like to watch Bluey, and we don't yeah. watch a lot of TV around our house. So when we turn on, we're like, let's watch Bluey. Right. No. No. <laughs> I know. Rah. Uh, well, let's watch. Blue. And then you put on Blue and he's like locked in on it. He like still right. loves it. But there are some times where Katie will go because Katie really likes uh, the rain episode. Have you gotten to the rain episode of season three? Yeah. Katie loves the yeah, rain I've episode. Seen, I think almost all of it. There's maybe a couple pieces here and there that I haven't seen, but. That one Katie's obsessed with. So she will, when Katie wants like. It, something on TV, she'll put on the rain episode, and sometimes Ben will go, no, 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 and bring her the remote, and they have a fight over over who's gonna watch what because Katie wants to watch rain and Ben doesn't want to. He wants to watch dinosaurs. That's so funny. That's where we're at in our house. Uh, uh, my favorite song is "The Creek." It's a beautiful song. It's there's like three versions of it out on Spotify but, right now. But the one with the word, yes, uh, I know a place. I think is what it's yep. called. Oh my god. We have so good. We have transitioned cuz we listen to music quite a bit in our house like just winding down like you know our yeah. house like from like 6 until 7 is like wind down time 7 o'clock starts bedtime. So like from 6 to 7 we listen to music around the house. Um and we've put started to put on the Bluey soundtrack. There's some mm -hmm. bangers on there. Like bangers. It's good. Like Fruit Bat? Like Fruit Bat. Um 
keep you up is even like a bop like like that'll be stuck in my head for days it's good it's great uh cora's been listening to dear prudence and the yellow submarine by the beatles can you tell your three-year-old to not be 65 right well i guess she can't be 65 because you're trying to get her into anime she's just a 16 year old now it's just well, it's not really. I guess it's anime, but it's Studio Ghibli. She loves it. It's anime. I guess it's anime. It's not like an anime TV show. It's not like they're cutting people's heads off with swords. I mean, technically, anything that's like Avatar: The Last Airbender is anime. I guess, yeah. Um, that's it. That's what I got for you. That. Look forward to the new to new Blue episode. Joe, we did it. We talked a whole hour without having a topic. Isn't that amazing? Damn, look at that. Next week, who knows what we'll talk about, but it'll be exciting, so stay tuned because it'll probably be a Super Bowl recap and we'll talk about movies. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Um, if you haven't already, please give us a subscribe. Give us a rate. Tell somebody about us. We have a lot of episodes um, way back when about all sorts of things. Uh, you know, we did episodes about how to change a diaper, uh, about <laughs> bathing our kids. We talked about, we talked about like, it like, uh, I don't, I don't know what I want to call it. Like first time dad things, I think is good. First time parent things. Yeah. Uh, so tell somebody about us, shoot us an email. Our email is bigdadenergypod at gmail.com. Uh, and we want to thank Planet Ant for having us on our podcast network. If you haven't yet, go follow us on our social medias. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on, on Facebook and Twitter. We're at Big Dead Energy Podcast on Instagram. Still trying to build that Instagram uh, following back up. Uh, I would say we are the most active on Instagram, mainly because Katie is the most active on Instagram. She's the most active on all of our Correct. social media. So um, we are most active on Instagram. So go follow us on, on Instagram. Uh, we, uh, my wife works very hard on it. So go follow us there. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it every week. Uh, I can't believe you guys are got all the way through a whole hour of joe and i just talking about stuff and i you know <laughs> i appreciate that the most so thank you guys so much i'm jerry schmansky i'm joe lopez remember click your tongue twice before using This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.